Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 44 of the KDH podcast. We've got a very, very exciting episode today, a great guest on. Uh, Becky Moore is on today. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Finally. <laughs> I know, I know. You've been a big fan of the podcast, and now you're finally on it, man. I know, Always... Yeah, I was literally like, I literally started that conversation there because we'd literally been talking about something else before. I was like, oh, fuck, we're recording a podcast. <laughs> like, I just literally went right you want to start let's go and then just went straight into it so um this podcast today is going to be a bit of a story from like I've known Becky now for what about a year and a half two years coming up and uh we met through the mandala <laughs> Scam- <laughs> scamming we'll save that for another podcast I uh, will save that for another podcast so uh literally uh, and then after that um I started coaching Becky January last uh, 2020 and mm-hmm. from there, we're going to talk about all this today. You went from obviously us meeting, coaching together, doing a lot of different fitness events, doing a lot of like building your physique up and now becoming a personal trainer as well and having a very good business as well. And working with me, I've been helping you now in the future. You're going to be coming back and working with me as a client again. So yes. um, exciting, man. So like to give everyone a bit of an insight, um, firstly, make sure that if you are obviously listening to the podcast, make sure you tag both me and Becky in it. It's uh, Coach Bex Moore, isn't it? And Coach by KDH, if you want to tag us both on Instagram or Facebook on your stories. Um, so to get started off, Becky, give us a bit of an insight. What's your story and what are you doing now? So I'll just go back a wee bit. So going back, I was quite athletic at school. Like I performed well in sport. I'm not one of these people that can say, oh, I've never been sporty. I always was pretty well um, I've done pretty well in school uh, with regards to athletics and PE. Um, but where my real talents kind of lay were in art and design. So I actually went on to art school. I was thinking about this other day there, funnily enough. I did. And uh, to, in order to get to art school, it's pretty tough. And I actually. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> going nuts at the postman. <laughs> so I was thinking this other day there funnily enough and and I remember I used to patch like I, I took PE all the way up to to school right to the end of school and in order to get into art school it was pretty tough so going back and forth to Glasgow all the time I was doing portfolio courses and things in order to get me this spot because it's pretty cutthroat and I used to be like that to my PE teachers like I really need to go up here and they're like on you go it's going to be your career on you go it's the rest of your life and now look at me, I'm actually reverted back. I'm, I'm now focusing on my fitness, well-being. I'm, that's what I'm pursuing as a career and coaching people. Um, and I was patching PE to go up and uh, join all the VREs um, at, Glasgow, at Glasgow School of Art. So Glasgow School of Art, um, tough environment. And I ended up graduating as a textile designer. So I don't know if a lot of people know that about me, but I'm a very creative person. Um, but my final year mental health kind of took a hit wasn't looking after myself at all very long hours um in the studio from I quit my part-time job in the studio from 10 to 10 like every day can about five cans iron brew um three brownies like literally zero barely any sleep um just not looking after myself and I started to impact relationships friendships um and just how I viewed myself and like coming from a kind of fashion background and things like not feeling good in anything you are wearing, even though you just such a kind of passion for like um 
like clothes and manufacturing things like that and just that really 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 was a massive wake-up call my final year um started to fail which I've never like academically never mm. experienced and get sat down with my tutor like you're gonna fail and then so massive wake-up call no I need to do something about this started looking after myself a wee bit more um but as I left I think I just had had enough of that kind of uh, that environment um and I then went into a career in VM through interning I'd worked with Harvey Nichols window displays and it's a very very physical job so I don't know if that's what attracted me to it as well but VM is visual merchandising it's all your window displays uh, the overall look and feel of a store went on to work for multiple companies and um, but it's retail isn't it so kind of a dying industry to be honest the high street and worked for um, Harvey Nicks worked for John Lewis House of Fraser and then eventually ended up at Top Shop and Top Man about a year and a bit ago um, as a supervisor. So I had climbed up um, at IP, Top Shop and Top Man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so got the boot from there a few months back. Um, but I'd already started doing my PT course by this point, purely just for my own like um, benefit as well. Um, I'm wanting to see what it, what it could do for me um, in terms of my training and things like that. But as well with, I knew I didn't want to go back and design. I knew I didn't want to go into that kind of environment again. Um, I find it quite kind of materialistic. And I really just felt like I wanted to do a job where I felt like I was helping others. I've always had this like natural thing inside me to want to help people. Um, and like always, as well, and I now know it's not just about that, it's about helping yourself too. But I always wanted to do something where I felt like I had a purpose. And as much as I enjoyed my job in VM and I enjoyed elements of art school, like I didn't feel like it was giving me that in my life like I didn't feel fulfilled I didn't feel like in any way I was helping others um other than to buy stuff they really really did not need <laughs> um buy me buy me shoving things in windows um so yeah and that's kind of where that what's led me to where I am I've, all this last year I've started to take um the P- PT course that I invested in um a lot more seriously although it is just a kind of tick in the box um I've started to actually see it as a career whereas when I first invested in the course it was probably just that I missed that element of learning I think um from uni I love to learn um I really really love to learn I always have um so I think that's why I invested in the course in the first place rather than seeing it as a as a kind of career um in a business and that's kind of what it's become so yeah had no option but to leave top shop top man um get what was that like well getting what what was that like getting the getting made redundant how did you feel oh you know the answer to this (laughs) (laughs) um I think it was a you kind of something you knew was coming but then when it came what was I like I went into total meltdown didn't I like what am I gonna do that was the week that was it the week that I got my no no that was towards the start of the year and it was literally like when I was like cool like I remember going like that like cool right you can go and do you're doing a PT course and you wanted to be a PT and you can come up with me and you were like no but Christian honestly it's the worst thing ever and I was like ah, how, I, I don't get it. and you were just going like I was just talking to like it was as if you were going I want you to feel sorry for me Hi. <laughs> and I've and Becky will tell you I'm absolutely cutthroat with that sort of stuff as well <laughs> yes definitely and it's, it's what you need sometimes um and I wouldn't I mean I had a meltdown then I lasted maybe a couple of days but got over it 
I think as well, it's like always going for that stable salary and that, that well, I say stable, it's obviously not that stable, is it? But you know what I mean? Like that constant salary coming in and then I've never, ever, I never thought I'd be self-employed. Like, no, I know. Never, and- ever. And I never thought about running my own, my own business or um, just being completely in control of that, or responsible for that. Um, I think I always see myself being employed and, I don't know why. I'm so glad I'm not now. Like, I'm so glad I'm not. And it's only been, what, two months or something like that. But, yeah, I thought my full world was ending when um, they told me I was no longer going to be the, the the supervisor of Top Shop, Top Man, Silverburn. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, you put it like that, it sounds a bit crazy, doesn't it? But, you know, sometimes you just need brought back down to earth and that's what you've done. So, yeah. I know, and that, that's it. Like, I, I was talking about it in my story yesterday. I put a share on to my stories and... It was a few folk in the group, and it was like the powerful moves these people are making. Now, I've I've had I've, I've helped people change their careers, and it's not my job to do that. However, I know that if so, like you're at a job, what like 65, 70% of your time, mm-hmm. probably something like that, right? Probably in the region that two-thirds of your life in a job. If that job is something that you do not like, it's a big dark cloud. Like, see, like if it's something that and ultimately, you might you might like visual merchandise, right? You you, you did like it, mm-hmm. but did you feel fulfilled by it? Did it did it was it the career that? And I'm not bashing anyone that does it, but what I'm saying is, just because you enjoy doing something, doesn't mean it's what you should be doing. Do you know what I mean just- like? Because at the end of the day, the perks for that probably weren't that great. The money probably wasn't that great. The time off probably wasn't that great. The shifts probably weren't that great. But the fact is, you liked visual merchandise, and it's it's just that. I think people are brought into that. And the thing that I hear as well is I spoke to one of my friends about this recently, an old client um, was, and we were talking about like the safety blanket and folk always say things like, oh yeah, but I've got a house. And I'm like, so does, so do, like, everyone else that's self-employed has that same. And it's like the only way that you're not going to succeed in anything you're doing, it doesn't even need to be going self-employed. I'm talking about like fitness is like, what's the worst that could happen? And it's not actually that bad. Like that's what I was, I remember that you were, that was one of the things that we said and I was going, but what, like, what's bad that's happening? Like, actually, like, take a step back, look at it. And you were like, nothing, nothing's yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, nothing's bad. Like, yeah. if people go like that to me, yeah, but you don't have kids, Christian. I'm like, but if I, regardless, people say shit like that to me. Like, I remember last year, PT went like to me, like, when I had, like, my, my online took off last summer, they went, yeah, but you don't have a mortgage, Christian. I went, that is the most, what does that mean? Like, that means absolutely nothing. You don't have a mortgage. Surely, if I did have a mortgage, it would prompt me even more to do it. Yeah. Like, when people say things to you and they go, oh, man, like, oh, you don't have kids. And I'm like, yeah, no, man, but you're still taking the same risk as someone else with children. Regardless, there's just some extra baggage there. That is, like, that's the only difference. And I get that your time's different. But ultimately, if you really, really want something, then there's absolutely nothing stopping you. And people just think that first bump, that first feeling of overwhelm is failure. It's not. It's normal. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like, it's part of it. Get used to feeling that. Like the saying goes, get comfortable being uncomfortable. I ask clients now when people are like prospects to come work with me and they say things to me, like, I'm, I'm very unmotivated. It's the classic year. And they'll like, tell me all the things that they struggle with, snacking and oh, I, I don't like home workouts. And you're like, and I go, when was the last time you actually set yourself a goal that scared you? And they go, can't remember. And I'm like, there you go. There's your answer. There's your answer right there. You're not putting enough pressure on yourself. 
yeah, initially doing a whole workout, yeah, initially tracking your calories may have worked, but it's now time to step up. It's now time yeah. to look for something bigger because it was a quote that actually uh, Phil Graham said on our call on Monday was the, I can't remember what it is, it's something like, the more you succeed, the less it will feel like succeeding. And that's that you need to constantly look for that more stimulation in life because if you are at a point that you, you need to look at your environment, your surroundings, what you're doing, and ultimately that's probably going to dictate how you feel. So yeah. if you're anxious, if you're low, and I'm not being a mental health professional here, you need to start looking at the things that are surrounding your environment. I don't just mean who you surround yourself with. I'm meaning like everything that you're doing, how you go about things. I even said it today when I was like this week, I've just felt quite on, I've been training like, and by no means, have I mean, I've not been training well. I have been training progressively, but I've not very felt inspired. And I decided mm -hmm. to just change things up, shift my perspective, do things differently, rearrange things because you need to do that. You're not reinventing the wheel but you need, to, you need to look for something else that gives you stimulation because it's not lack of motivation. It's not snacking. It's not you're, you're anxious. Like it's, it's the fact that there's nothing there that actually scaring you. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. And it's like, and the first time you experienced that, I told you that, Becky, like that experience of overwhelm will never be as bad again. It will never yeah. be. You'll get it again. You will. Uh -huh. you did, and you did get it again. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and uh but the thing is it will never ever be as bad this is just me slagging you in a podcast I um, but yeah like and uh, i'm sorry i've kind of went off on one there but i think that's such a valuable point like to to realize for people is like and this isn't like i always talk about these things i have other coaches on other people i guess athletes i'm not just talking about business here i'm not just talking about it's, this applies to life and everything that you do do you know what i mean and, and ultimately if you if you've been struggling to get results you need to look at the bigger picture at the end of the day because it goes further than just snacking, you know what I mean, or lack yeah. of motivation. So, uh -huh. um, like, can I uh, moving on to sort of next point there? So, since we've been working together, like last year, like, what's like, been the sort of what's been what's changed in your life then? What's been the sort of like with lifestyle, mindset, training? So, it's just like night and day, to be quite honest. Like, I actually feel like I wake up with intent every single day. It's balanced. It's sustainable. Um. I wrote a in my mindset as well. I wrote a post just the other day that like your mind will always give up before your body does, um, and it's something I've really, really realised recently. And I definitely think more like the person that I, I want to be rather than who I think I am. Um, obviously, I still experience limiting beliefs. Um, we all do, but I'm so resilient, and I actually love the things that thrive off it and you know just what you were saying there in the, the previous point is um like you like I put a post the other day about that um it never gets easier I put it on my stories it never ever gets easier and one of the guys had said to me we do coaching last night I loved that Becky and I was like it's true like it shouldn't get easier like, and if it is you're too comfortable um so yeah you should always be looking for there's always going to be points throughout your life not just with fitness not just with training that's that's hard and it, it should be hard like um because if it's no hard enough then if you're no you don't feel like you're failing or you're not um it's not like you're not working hard enough really um yeah. so and it's it not never it's, does get easier like because yeah. and it's like it's not so, even a, a sadistic way that like you need to be training like go hard or go home it's just like like if you need like as i said there before if you're looking at your environment and everything's just coasting you need to be like, right, what needs to change here? And 
more often than not, like people don't look for change. They go back, like so they go back to something that wasn't working or something that gave them subpar results or something that only worked a wee bit. They just go right, I'll go back to that because that was an all. This is like I'm in a safety blanket here. There's another one over there. I'm gonna step out of this one for 10 minutes, go back into that one, then I'm gonna go like that. I'm gonna say that I'm doing things and things don't work for me. And you're like, no, you need to, and it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes because. You need to look at you go and like, like you look at things sometimes. And you go right, is what you're doing working for you? And you go the people that you might be with, the environment you might be training, it might be lovely, great, like really friendly people. But if it's not working for you and it's not putting you forward, then you need to change it. Like you, like, and that's what I was talking about this in my Zoom group coaching call last night. Like, I'm building a, a tribe of people that all think the same way. And my mum's joked to me before, and she's like. Christian, not everyone thinks the same as you. And I was like, well, I'm building a team of people that do. Do you know what I mean? And that's who I want to work with, people that want to grow. Like What's that? What's the same tribe, I like that. Aye, and that's it. Like, <laughs> like the word like, tribe. Yeah, no, and, and that's it. And it's like, at the end of the day, if someone wants to do that, it's, it's not for everyone. But at the end of the day, if people want to do that, then they levitate towards you, then, and that's it. And like, we were talking about that as well, like, like sometimes you need to realize that not not everyone's wired up the same. We don't all think differently. It took me ages to think to figure that out. That not everyone, like for some people, they might be happy doing X, Y, or Z that I think isn't really that good. Do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. happiness is important as well. But if you're doing something and you're moaning about the result that it's given you, then you need to change it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Like, what's that? So with my training, I didn't really touch on that, but um, I was always a bit aesthetic. You'll know that when I first came to it, it was very much about how I looked. Um, that's how it kind of starts for most people. Um, and if there'll be a lot of people out there that say it isn't, but I probably, I mean, hiding for the fact that it is. Um, so, but then obviously there's been a love for performance. It's just grew and grew and grew. Um, and I think the biggest thing that people probably relate to me through is like my running journey and um I've discovered that less is more that's probably been a big thing um over the past year like less is more I used to tra- I was a girl that trained six seven days a week um no wonder I was getting stuck in ruts and burning out do you know what I mean and the, like nothing was changing I was I've always I've always kind of been relatively good shape over the last three or four years since I started focusing on my fitness but it was like unfulfilling it was just and then I was getting it was this all or nothing getting stuck in ruts, like constant ruts, because all it was was I want to continue to look like this. And that's all it was. There was no kind of formidable goals there. So that's been a big thing for training um, on top of the, the stuff with my mindset and lifestyle, really. So And since changing these things, dialing back the training, implement performance-driven goals, you, you would say that your aesthetics has completely changed as well in the year. Do you know what I mean? Like aesthetically, you've improved even more so mm-hmm. from where you were, which is crazy. So <clears throat> it's that yeah. same principle, less is more as well. And like from my sort of standpoint, you're shifting mindsets like a different person, like just confidence, ambition, everything that you do. So couldn't be prouder, Becky, really, really am. Um, so yeah, like huge, huge change there. And um, what was like to give people like a bit of an idea, like where where were you at a, a year ago? Like what, like what would you say to that person now? And where were you at a year ago? Uh, a year ago... Um, stuck in a major, major rut. Uh, just what I kind of said there, an all or nothing um, approach to everything in my life. Uh, no formidable goals. Very um, 
aesthetically driven and also like always saying I couldn't do that I couldn't do that I can't do that um and now I actually you're lucky if those words ever ever leave my mouth with regards to anything I was saying that to a client the other day there do you know I don't like to say those words because I don't like to believe there's anything I couldn't ever do um because I've really really superseded all my kind of expectations of myself um what I would say as well I feel like a year ago I was letting too many people into my life and that doesn't mean to say just letting too many people into my thoughts and in my head um it doesn't mean to say get rid of everybody that that you think there's some people in your life you know they're just always going to be there um regardless and um but as well I was just letting too many people in letting too many people have a say um and not like controlling my environment as much um is so important um so yeah in a sense, I've kind of got two answers to what I'd say to my, myself because, in a way, nothing because I am where I am because of those reasons, in a sense. And um, if I didn't go through everything I went through over this past year or um, since working with yourself, then I wouldn't be in this very position. It's kind of similar to to what you, you've, you've, I mean, you've always discussed this that everything like you've taught me. Um, is because of where you were three and four years ago and so you don't regret it yeah so I think that everything I've learned over this last year is because of where I was a year ago and so I would never kind of turn back to myself and say something but in a sense I would talk forward to someone that's maybe in a similar predicament to the Becky a year ago or the Becky three four years ago um, and I'd just probably tell someone that's in a similar position that we mean you've already touched upon this earlier in the podcast but the truth hurts and um some tough love like it like it's going to hurt either way um and your life isn't better not knowing it so you might as well just hear it do you know mm. what I mean because you're not you're not any better off from not knowing the truth and although it hurts and it's hard to hear and it's hard to take um it could be one of the best things that you ever hear so your life's not going to be any better shying away from it and hiding from it um and as well just like stop searching for I think I was always searching for happiness and hoping it was going to find me and just fall in my lap um but you, you you're never going to find that you like you need to create it like you just need to and um in society I think it's really bad for like pop culture or whatever like it's really bad for telling you to find your passion or um find yourself all these like you know like vague sayings and things like find your you need to find your soulmate and all this kind of stuff but you don't you need to create these things like you create them for yourself you create opportunities for yourself or opportunities sometimes come along like you and Ailey coming into my life as friends and it's been a couple of years now and things like that that was obviously an opportunity but we both like took the opportunity do you know what I mean you need to create it something's not just going to fall on your lap you need to stop thinking it's going to yeah. um so I think that's kind of what I tell someone that is maybe feeling like how I've described I was feeling a year ago I wouldn't necessarily think I'd talk back to myself and tell myself anything different because I believe that um there's a reason why I was feeling that way because that that's where I'm that's the reason why I am where I am now 100 percent um I think that's uh that's exactly why I wanted to do it because I wanted to give value to any guys or girls in a similar position where they feel like I'm a million miles away from there they probably mm-hmm. look at Becky and they go and the reason why I wanted to get you on today as well was because a lot of people that listen to the podcast that follow me and follow you, they're probably interested to hear that story, how it happened and seeing things like you're doing, like you only started running a year ago and like you're mm-hmm. running a marathon on Sunday and 
doing all these different things, challenges and <clears throat> watching your physique come along, watching your confidence grow. And people like what you just said, there is absolutely bang on. You need to create it yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to, need to live and breathe that person. You need to just wake up and go, ah, that's who I want to be. And I'm not saying you live in the future, but like that's what that's what happens is initially you will feel like you don't deserve to be there doing it. You will get this. Like that's one of the biggest things that I say when someone joins. I, I predominantly help a lot of people that are very, very ambitious, but they just currently feel lost and they feel like they deserve more results than what they have. That's where they're at. They're, they're, they're highly driven people, but they're in a position where they don't know how they got there. They forgot about themselves and it's given them that back. And one of the things I say to people initially, depending on where that person's at, is there's going to be a phase where you're vulnerable initially, where you feel like, I do not deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. I do not, like, I, I, don't, I don't deserve to be wearing this badge right now. Like, like do you know what I mean? Like, and it could be, and, and when I say that, I mean, like, how a lot of people will be feeling next week in Scotland walking into the gyms, where maybe, like, I've got a lot of folk in my programme. I've got over 30 members in my programme right now. And for a lot of them, they started their fitness journey during lockdown like they, they started lifting training so going into that gym they're in an amazing place for the habits but they feel like and it's already some of the conversations they feel like fuck i don't i don't deserve to be there and like that's what we were talking about last night like big thinking i was asking the guys like where do you see yourself next year and like the the power of that conversation and that call was like people just like saying things like I had a message for a client afterwards saying i've been thinking that for six months but it was great to say it out loud and it mm-hmm. like like when you think big, when you think like that person you want to be, it becomes a lot easier. If you think like the person that goes, I want to lose two stone, I want to be unmotivated, I want to be motivated, it's shit. It's it's boring. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's a rite of passage that folk are going to say this stuff initially, but at the same time, you need to actually go, right, what do you actually want to do here? What do you want? Who do you want to be? Who are you sick of being? Who do you want to be known as? And it's a question I ask a lot of people, and some people are a bit thrown off. I'm like, who do you want to be known as? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you want to be known as that person at your work? It's that annoying gym person. Because I fucking love being that person. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. And that's the, it's the, you need to think like that because you're never going to be that person. And, and I went through, like Becky was talking about, like, I wouldn't change the way that I've done things. And I wouldn't because it's ultimately led me to where I am. But at the same time, like, that has been my vision. I remember looking up to when I was in the military and looking up to the PTIs and being like, and I was built like a noodle. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, I want my, and I was like, I want to be, I want to be one of these people that folk just look at and they go, oh, the epitome of fitness. And I'm not saying I'm the epitome of fitness, but folk talk to me like, oh man, I would want your fitness. And it's like, fuck, I got there. Like, I, I, not to that point that I'm, I'm, I'm never, ever finished that development. But what I'm saying is I remember that and being that person looking going, that's who I want to be known as. Mm-hmm. I want to be known as that person. And then all of a sudden, after years and years of work, years and years of making mistakes all of a sudden you're like whoa i'm not i'm that person that i want to be i'm that person yeah. you know what i mean like it's like and i had a friend say to me once like and it was it wasn't even that long ago and i said to him i was like i was hurtful and he's like, oh you've changed and i was like i'd hope so i mean um, like i'd hope so i was honestly gonna say that it's like what you always say and so many others always say if you can't look back at yourself a year ago two years ago or however long ago and and laugh at the things you were doing or saying or then you've not done enough. Like you've not, you, done enough like, to, not had enough growth. Yeah, and at the end of the day, and it's like going back to that, I'm not saying that everyone needs to live life like because as I said, as my mum said to me, not everyone thinks that you're Christian. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, who doesn't want to improve? Yeah. Who doesn't want to improve? Everyone wants to improve. 
whether it be to be a better, like literally a better uh, figure for their children, whatever. Everyone wants to improve. So full of shit. When folks say that they don't want to, and like, do you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't even mean just fitness, but I mean like you as a person. And that's the thing. And that's what I mean about you're going to get that, that thing where people go, they say things to you like because they don't like change. People don't like change, but see if see if you are getting a backlash, it means that you're doing something right. See if people are questioning your authority, your integrity, what you're doing. People don't like it. You're on the right path. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not meaning like you're pissing folk off, but I mean like, see if you walk. I always say that man, like wear it like a badge on or that that first couple of weeks of when you make that change. Like I say to my clients, it's going to be you're in a vulnerable position because. Say, for example, I set the goal to someone that they're going to achieve an insane transformation or run a half marathon and, and do it all at the same time. It seems a million miles away from them. And it's not until the, I remember you when you started training, Rick, and you were going, Christian, I don't think I'm going to be ready for this half marathon. And I was going, no, yeah, it's just a case of building up. And you were going, no, honestly, Christian, I do yeah. not think, like, I, I feel like I'm only at this. How am I going to do this? I was like, it's just time in your legs. And mm-hmm. then boom. And it I mean, really feels like it, it literally feels like it was just, yesterday and that, that's what I put on my it's been one year today obviously since I started that my my page that is now went on to be my my business page yeah. at first it was a passion and it still is a passion but um like yeah I remember entering that half marathon um I hadn't even ran a 10k at the time and there was a choice of the 10k and the half we went for the half obviously but and now it just feels like uh, running is just a massive part of my life I can't see myself never not like just not doing it um and like I said previously like I just there's nothing I wouldn't say I I couldn't do um because I genuinely believe whatever you you want to do is in reach as long as you're just consistent um yeah and that's just what I am now I'm just I'm just consistent I just show up yeah every single day whereas before it was just phases it was just oh like because all it was 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 aesthetically driven um there's nothing more in it for me um or at least i thought yeah and, so, the, and, folk, and that's that's a key example of that that success sort of uh, dilemma where folk get stuck in the rut where they're like oh i've done this that that must be me now like mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i remember like leaving school and being like yes i don't need to set any more exams like i thought that was learning done do you know what i mean like i remember being like oh my that's learning done i don't need to learn anymore what a mental mindset to be in man like and that is just the way that people think and they just think like that's it over. I don't need to do it. I don't need to, I don't need to put my hand out and ask for help anymore. And the thing is, it's like, it's not until that's the biggest transition. I mentioned that in the last progress eh, program podcast with Sylvester was like the, when you start asking for help, when you start accepting that you are the little fish in the big pond, that's mm-hmm. when you start growing more as well. And like I, I said it as well, I've said that a few times, like when you get too big for that pond, go and find another one. Yeah. get into a bigger one that you're small in again because nobody likes a big fish in a little pond yeah and i think people are always looking for that they they, they, they want to be king of the hill and you don't you never ever king yeah. of the hill you never, never need to be the person in the room yeah, yeah. always always be humbled and uh, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like yoda i don't know man all the stuff that you're saying here and uh, this <laughs> is all the things that we talk about and like obviously a lot of the stuff there i don't like the sort of values you've taken away the same next question is pretty much what we've kind of spoken about there anyway Becky because what you would turn around and say to that person the reason why I wanted you to say that was because there'll be so many other people in Mm -hmm. the same position as well so is like the end product they see the byproduct of everything yeah they don't a lot of people listening they've maybe followed my page and things and although I try to be as transparent and and real on there as I possibly can I I genuinely do believe I am 
Um, I'm not some, you know, I don't like to think, I hate the word influencer. Like, I hate the thought of you having to influence someone. Um, I like the thought of more just being an, like, inspiring in some way. Like, yeah. um, But I try to be as tr- transparent as I possibly can. However, there's a lot of details that, people don't know like which they'll hear through this and they'll actually I hope that people realize that the things they dream of or think are so far away really really are not that far away at all um and I like I just think that over the, the last 16 months I've created a life that's fulfilling going back to that world again but it's so important like being happy like a mood and being genuinely fulfilled are two different things. Um, so I genuinely feel like I wake up every day. I don't feel like I'm having to restrict or sacrifice myself the same way I was, but I'm getting so much more from it than I ever was when I was restricting myself, when I was sacrificing myself, when I was in the gym six, seven days a week, and when I was going through like months of training, then months or not, months of training. Months I remember of- you said to me, what's my carbs and my fats? And I went, get that to fuck <laughs> I was like, get that to fuck, man. We're no bodybuilders here. And I'm not, I know. I was like, get that to fuck. And I'm not saying like your macros aren't important. Of course, it's important to understand that. But like, it's, it's the education and understanding behind it that's more important than anything. Like, anyone mm-hmm. can go and Google a, a macro split. But like, it's, I mean, it's having targets, having provisions that you live by and stuff like that. Because ultimately, like yeah give someone a, a meal plan give them the macros for six weeks and uh, they'll get a good transformation but uh, they're still data driven they're still numbers dependent they're not they're not the thing that i used to always say to people is like how do i live my life like you know i think a lot of coaches like are literally guilty of doing this where they get people to do things that they don't do yeah like they are literally getting folk to do things where like like I, I didn't start looking at my carbohydrates. I think I mentioned this in a podcast, like till like a year, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And because I'm doing more. Oh, you're and, doing well, yeah, you're doing, doing it. Yeah, I mean, so like, like that. Um, so day to day, like it's really not people just do get so caught up in it. I was one of those people. Like I was so caught up in this, you know, hashtag fitness. I know, <laughs> and it's like folk, and it's crazy when you actually go, oh, nah, man, you don't need because I remember like being like when I started personal training, people were talking to me and they were going, so what should I do for a thing? And I remember being like, when I didn't have as, when I wasn't as clued up and I'd be like, just do this. And I was just telling people to do things that I thought they should be doing. Do you know what I mean? Like I, w- I wasn't actually going, no man, I don't do that. Like mm-hmm. why, why am I doing it? We all, we all put a hand, we can all put a hand up and do you know what I mean? And you're going for a journey where you're new to this. And of course you've had me, you've now got Chris, like you've got all this support, which is an amazing place to be in. But like, there's still be loads of things that in six months to come you'd be like, oh my god, can't believe I was doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, it's it's funny. Do you know what I mean? It's good, but um, yeah. So like, what's the plans now? What's the focuses now, Becky? What's the plans for the future? Oh well, we've got big plans, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, training wise, yeah, just um, won't say too much, but um, I'll be working with yourself again, um, and we'll be working on some big things. So yeah. Obviously, still need to serve myself. That's that's not going to take a back seat now that I'm serving others um, day-to-day um, more than I ever have done. So, yeah, my training is still going to be very much a, a big, big priority in my life. And um, now that I'm fully aware of what I can do um, and that there's not much that I can't unless I tell myself that. So, training, 
Um, keep growing my business. Doing, I'm doing the upgrade the coach. I've just kind of mentioned that with Chris Bradley, the Glasgow PT. So investing um, in my my business from the get go, and I'm a client, so that's going to filter down to them. And it's um, yeah, I'm really really excited about that. Uh, so it's called the upgrade the coach. And if you don't follow Chris, then um, he's a really good person to follow. Um, and yeah, just continue to go in the way I'm going. To be honest, going up. Um, And yeah, I'm really, really excited for what's to come. Um, Obviously, took on a, since you've been online, I have um, taken on your outdoor coaching side of your business. And um, it's a massive, massive compliment to me that you um, done that. It's a a big thing that you took three or four years to build that. And um, it's kind of for just starting out as a coach and a personal trainer, it's a massive compliment to have someone like yourself uh, trusting in me with that and they're a great great team um of um and guys so shout out to my outdoor coaching um clients and then obviously working with people one to one all my girls that I'm working with one to one are doing brilliant so um just keep doing growing my business and going up and I'm really excited about it. It's good it's exciting man it's a good place to be in as well and it's good to have the, the start you've got and like um investing yourself having all this education like a great team of people having the outdoor group training and also being part of that as well so it's like going through the ranks at it you know what i mean like doing it and then actually doing it and that would have felt like i suppose that that what we spoke about like i don't deserve to be here i should be stood over there and Mm -hmm. it's brilliant like it's been so class to um obviously help you on that journey as well and i'm honest i couldn't be proud of becky so um, I that's a, I wanted to get this podcast done today for that reason because a lot of people have seen me and Becky training together, working together. And now she's going to be back to training with me as well, which is exciting. And we're yeah. going to get that sorted very soon. She's going to be coming on to Project Level Up, which is class. So uh, big things ahead, man. Um, we're going to create a, a fitness beast, muscular monster. <laughs> a wee five foot muscular monster. <laughs> Veins in your quads and all that. <laughs> right anyway guys if you did enjoy the podcast um make sure you tag both me and becky in it um and make sure you share it onto your stories it's not been happening as much where's it no one's doing it as much is this this is episode what, 44 is this becoming I'm, I'm the one they've all been waiting for i know complacency is setting in what is going on sort it out come on right it's not like anyway guys thank you very much and i hope you have a fantastic day goodbye